A warm welcome. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about stress. What is stress? Can stress be good and lead to resilience? I mean, we know from the Bible that, for example, in James, he said, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever we face trials of many kinds. This is in James 1, 2. And yes, there is good stress. And in the same time, There is also stress that can lead to burnout and many other hosts of physical problems and problems in general. So there is this idea that there is good stress, there is bad stress, and I'm going to unpack all this today. And also, I'm going to give you some take-home messages so you'll know the difference and how to discern and how to think about it in order to prevent burnout and other chronic physical symptoms that are sometimes enhanced by chronic stress. And with that, if you're a regular, welcome back. I'm so delighted that you're here and I love showing up every week. And if you don't know me, I am Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul. And I love to support professional Christian women to thrive in Christ and do holistic self-care and bring resilience and continue to grow in order to give to others with joy, with energy, with that peace that surpasses all understanding. And with that, let's dive in. When I was teaching AP psychology in high school and also in college, stress was one of most interesting chapters that we unpacked to also realize that, oh my goodness, we all are under so much stress. And students' minds were like exploding, like, oh, this can be connected with this problem or that problem. And the biggest distinction that I want to start with is that stress can be seen in many ways. It can be understood as external events or also as our response. And we use this word stress interchangeably. So stress as the outward events could be a catastrophic event, which could be something really big like a tsunami or hurricane or an earthquake or a flood or war. I mean, right now we're in the middle of there's lots of wars that are happening in the world and there are catastrophic events are impacting other people. They need our prayer and they need our help. The same time, there are major negative events that are individual. They're based in our life. They're catastrophic for us, but they're impacting us as an individual, like death of a loved one, changing career, being a victim to serious events. So these are major negative events. And they're also micro stressors. They're stressors that happen every single day. And especially for givers, caregivers, servant leaders, and especially where my heart is for you as a professional Christian woman and servant leader and caregiver, those micro stressors can also have an impact. I mean, many times they're not visible, so we don't talk about it, but they accumulate they accumulate every day. And we also have stress, the same word, in relationship to our own response and how we feel the stress inside. And the stress inside is very layered because it's very individualized and every person will have a different stress response. But it depends on 
our bodies, how we're doing physically. Are we in balance? Do we have reserves? Or is our body really tired or suffering a disease? So it matters the body level where we are. Also, it does matter our mindsets, how we see the world, the model of the world that we have, because our cognition and the way we interpret different responses will impact our own internal stress to bring this home this cognitive appraisal that the way of our mindset are working, it's very powerful and impactful. And this explains why two, three, or 10 people facing the same event, the same external event, some of them might be peaceful in the midst of it and some really, really stressed. So the way the stories we tell to ourselves, the beliefs we have are extremely important. And that's why part of the work that I'm doing is so much based on mindsets and changing beliefs and being aware of conditioned beliefs that we can actually change. When we change that, it changes our continents. It changes the way we respond to external stress. And the third element to this is on an emotional level, right? The baggage that we all bring through our emotions from the decades of living when we've been hurt or angry or anxious or frustrated or sad or feeling of a sense of victimhood, all these will impact our resilience, our ability to respond to stress. So on the flip side of stress is resilience, which is this ability to withhold different tensions, different events, external events in such a way that we can grow stronger. And this is coping strategies and skills are very helpful. I actually had another episode of that. We'll put the link in this episode so you can listen to it. The way we cope with our emotions, the way we cope with stress is going to be very important. And all my programs are built in that in order to prevent chronic stress, in order to help you to be more resilient. Because here's the thing, accumulating bad stress it has a catch and it can be deceiving that we're doing just fine when in fact we're not. And I'm going to give an example very shortly. But let me tell you about the research and the the model they were using in science and medicine to help explain the types of stress, good stress and bad stress. And that would lead us into this notion of acute stress and chronic stress and the distinctions. So you know and be equipped to not get deceived about the different types of stress that can actually lead to chronic problems and burnout. So in science, there's this concept of general adaptation syndrome or a physiological response to stress, which has been described by Dr. Hans Selye, or Selye, however pronounce it, who was an endocrinologist and he was pioneer in studying stress response. He brought to our uh, scientific awareness that there is a phase of acute stress, an alarm where all the cortisone, the sympathetic system is going to be really engaged. So the body is very clever, very intelligent. I'm just in awe how God built us. So in the acute stress, we're going to mobilize stress hormones, cortisone hormones that will help us to withhold stress. And I'm going to give you an example. One of my daughters, she was a gymnast when she growing up, she had a fracture of her toe 
We didn't know it was a fracture, but she had an injury and the coach really put a very strong bandaid around it. We got help right away. And again, we didn't know it was a fracture and she was ready to go. She was literally a few minutes before her competition. Well, guess what? She did the best performance ever. Like it was stellar. It was absolutely stellar. I mean, she was a great, amazing gymnast all the time. But you could tell there was something unusual about her response. But what was so interesting is during that phase, she had the acute stress response. The hormones were giving her so much energy that she was able to perform at a high, high level. Now, I'm not suggesting that we should do that. Right In hindsight, I'm like, uh, maybe that was not such a great idea for her to go and perform right away, right? Who knows? Maybe it wasn't fractured before. Who knows? In hindsight, always things are 2020. Bottom line, she did very well. She healed. She continued with gymnastics. So I'm happy to report that that event was overcame in a good way. Now, after the acute phase, which obviously I just shared this example just for a short amount of time. But our bodies stay in acute phase for about several weeks. And afterwards, we go into chronic stress. We go into stage two of resistance. So the body, if the stress continues, and this is especially important for ongoing stress, but including for micro stressors that you might encounter as a busy professional Christian woman and servant leader, because you have to do so many things. And in this phase, the stress hormones are upping up their game and they are helping us to stay and be steady and perform, okay? Now, at this phase, things seems to calm down and this is when there's danger because we seem to function, we seem to adapt, but then at some point, eventually in time, there is exhaustion, the last stage, stage three. And when we get into the exhaustion phase, we are already depleted. And this is why many times after a long haul of work, we're waiting for that vacation to only start it with being sick because we're so exhausted and we're already in the chronic stress. So what does that have to do with you and I? Well, here's the thing. Chronic stress can lead to burnout can lead to physical problems like decreased immunity. I, this is not an extensive list here, so don't take this as medical advice. You know me, I'm a physician, but this is not medical advice. This is just for educational purposes, and it's not exhaustive either. But we can get into chronic stress. Our immunity can go down. We are more prone to chronic conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, lowering immunity can make us more prone to autoimmune disease and the list go on and on and on. And burnout, although it's not a disease in itself, it's that state when we are depleted and the reserves are so low because of the chronic stress, then we are actually starting to feel no motivation, no interest, more irritability, short fuse at home, which can impact our work. We can impact our relationships and so on and so forth. Now, why is this important? And why am I sharing all this? Because most of us don't have burnout on the top of our head, unless 
it's kind of at the end. We're at the end of the game and we're in it. And I know because I burned out twice. And before I was like, eh, I don't know. I'm fine. Well, I wasn't fine because I was in chronic stress. And here's my metaphor. It is almost like using our credit card to pay for our day-to-day existence. We cannot do that. You know, credit cards are so tempting. We got this, the interest. You can wait for several months, sometimes even for a year, a year and a half. And we start accumulating debt and we buy this thing that it's exciting and that thing that is exciting. And then before we know it, there's no way for us to pay back. And then the interest starts kicking in initially, maybe a little bit, but then it's going to be soon 10, 15, 20%, even 30%. And then it's impossible to keep up. And then we have to buy on credit for us to sustain our daily life. By the time we realize it's already too late. So thinking we are not under chronic stress without thinking of balancing our body, emotions, our thoughts with our spirit and being aligned is like borrowing credit all the time and thinking that we will be fine. Eventually, we are not. So I'm here to really help and support it to prevent burnout. So can stress be good? Absolutely. We need an optimal level of stress. And they did such psychological research that showed that if we don't have any stress at all, we're like, eh, whatever, life is good. I'm just going to stay on the beach and do nothing. If we have too much stress, this can lead to the stress response that I've shared before. So we need some level of stress. But again, now I'm talking about my own internal stress response. I'm not talking about the external conditions because sometimes we can change our external conditions. Sometimes we cannot. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how can we Find a way to respond to stress from inside out that no matter what conditions we're in, we really can consider this as pure joy. Like James was saying, right? Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. So the trials are external. It could be internal. But when we shift and align our mind, our emotions, our heart, our body and our soul, then we can actually live in joy and be that eye of the storm. That no matter what happens, we are aligned with Christ. We are living on the grapes. So that's what I really want for you. So what is the home take message? Is if you are facing micro stressors or ongoing stressor, let's say from a loss, or it could be a catastrophic loss, work obviously on shifting the external conditions if it's possible but then work internally on shifting your own alignment between your mindsets, your emotional responsiveness, and maintaining a balance also with your body to the extent that you can. Because otherwise, if you allow the chronic stress, you constantly, you're feeling frustrated and just push it down and just don't pay attention to your emotions or your needs or don't pay attention to your mindset, What's going to happen? We're going to get into that chronic stress that will erode our reserves. So paying attention to these reserves is going to be crucial. And this is why in all my programs, from the asynchronous learning to the group coaching for professional Christian women and servant leaders to one-to-one, I use as a foundation, the renewal in action framework, the renewal blueprint, 
where I teach how to align body, mind, heart, and soul on a daily basis with very little friction. So we don't wait until the last moment. So the take-home message is start thinking about that. I mean, you can work on this on your own. Think about every day. How do I prepare for giving? How do I get up in the morning? And how do I take care of not just my physical body, but I actually pause for a few minutes, connect with God, connect with your emotions and your needs, and also with your mind. Like what kind of mindsets you have for the day? What kind of thoughts are you really thinking as you start your day? The same in the middle of the day as you stay in flow the same as you separate from the day. We say, well, we want to put the cares of the world to the side at the end of the day. How do we do that? Find creative ways to do that on a mind, body, heart, and soul, and then regenerating and stay in Christ. And there is, you know, the free resource that I have that I share all the time, the daily renewal template. You can get that. And if at some point you're ready, okay, I want to learn this renewal in action, the blueprint then you know how to reach me, website, Team for the Soul. And you can send me a message. You can set up a call with me. There's programs that you can sign up directly on the website. And all I want for you is to start thinking, to prevent burnout, prevent chronic stress, and think of alignment, body, mind, heart, and soul throughout the day. Don't wait until vacation. Don't wait until that amazing retreat which is wonderful. But then when we come back, we're back square one. Shift internally. Shift your way of approaching stress from inside out so you can increase your resilience and then can face really whatever it's happening with pure joy. Not a fake joy that, oh yeah, I need to be joyful, but more like, oh yeah, I get it. It's really stressful, but I can access Christ, I can access the living waters that are refueling because ultimately it's God who is regenerating us from inside out. And with that, I hope this message is really helpful. Type in the chat if you have any questions, reach out to me if you want. I'm here for you. And with that, I'm going to end with a prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for today. And I thank you for this message that you put in my heart to bring the Ways we understand stress, acute stress versus chronic stress versus good stress that can lead to resilience, and also the distinctions between external events versus our responses and how we can get aligned body, mind, heart, and soul. Because you created God in such amazing ways, and you already gave us the solution. The solutions from you are right inside of us. You built us this way. May we continue to feel your presence and feel how we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. And let us keep our eyes on you, Jesus, the perfecter of our faith, as it's shared in Hebrews 12. And with that, I thank you for all you do. And I say goodbye for now. And I can't wait to hear from you so I can continue to support you on your journey. Take care.